It's the 20th day of January, 2023. This podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com. Also being brought to you by YDOT. Remember when there's ice and snow, take it slow. As we take a look at the weekend weather pattern, we've got a couple of weather systems, two mall weather systems. One that's going to affect the Great Basin and southern areas of the Rockies today. Another one that's going to come through the northern and central Rockies as we get into late Sunday and Monday. They're, they're both small systems, but they'll bring a little bit of weather in the form of some high country snow and snow showers on the plains and reinforce the chilly air that's going to be in the region. Winds aloft are going to be coming in from the northwest for quite a while. And northwest flow, what that does is that basically means that the air you're breathing is going to be coming in out of western areas of Canada. That means it's going to be chilly air. We don't see anything drastically cold, but it's going to be chilly. It's just going to be January out there. And occasionally, the northwest flow that you're going to see is going to bring small weather systems, kind of like what we're seeing this weekend. These small weather systems come through about every two days. This is a really good way to make it snow in the northern Rockies, the higher elevations, occasional snow, and snow showers on the plains. So it's going to stay an active weather pattern as we go through now the last 10, 11 days here of the month of January. Also, at the end of the podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about why it's been so cold in some spots recently. We've had some areas that have had sub-zero temperatures at night while the rest of the region hasn't been nearly as cold. Well, what's going on? What is causing that? Today's weather chart shows the 500 millibar low just southwest of the Four Corners region. It's not a terribly big system, but it is going to bring needed moisture to southern Colorado, parts of southwest Kansas, this little area right here. Small area as it moves south like this is going to produce a little bit of weather today, tonight, into Saturday morning there along and south of Interstate 70. Needed moisture for southeastern Colorado and central and southwest Kansas in the panhandles, but it's taking a path, a track that's really directed more east-southeast. So basically it's a split flow up here, so you're not gonna see too much going on here in the middle. That is good, because what that means is less wind when you see the flow splitting like this. So after some gusty winds in many areas yesterday, we're not going to really see that. You can see high pressure here along the west coast, giving those folks a chance to dry out. But you can see another wave up here, up in the Gulf of Alaska, south of the Aleutians. This quickly scoots in and dives right in behind this one later in the weekend. This is the precipitation forecast through Saturday. So you can see a swath of moderate snow going right through southeast Colorado into western areas of Kansas there, through the Four Corners area, northern Arizona, southern Utah getting more snow again. And then you can see not too much going on in California. This is what the snowfall looks like. So if driving I-70 in eastern Colorado across Kansas over the next 24 hours, well, travelers, you're going to have to contend with some wintry weather there while they dig out after some big snows in Nebraska. Then this is by Sunday afternoon. That low that was up in the Gulf of Alaska is in Utah. It's basically following the path of the system that just came through, is going through today. That heads up into the Great Lakes. And it's also going to scoot south and east just like this. But it will drag in some colder air and a little bit more in the way of moisture coming in from the northwest. So what will happen is this. We'll see it go all the way down to Rio Grande Valley there, pushing colder air south. And this will produce another band of moisture. So you can see Texas, New Mexico here, basically along and east of the Continental Divide. See the gray and the green there? Well, that's patches of light snow snow shower activity on the plains 
And as you get up into the mountain areas, the Beartooth there over to the Bighorns, you're going to get some snow, snow in Montana's northwest mountains. The snow basically along in north and into this circle here is going to generally be light, but it'll be out there and it will be cold, the heavier moisture taking a track a little bit more to the south. And this is going to be kind of the theme going into next week. We're going to see precipitation kind of fall in this pattern under northwest winds aloft. So as we get into Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, and Monday, this is the next round of snow coming in with that secondary system. And look how far south the snow is going into Texas, then Oklahoma there pushing very far south. Then as we go out to next weekend, this is next Saturday, the configuration of the bookend high pressure ridges in the Pacific and the Atlantic continuing to bottle up the cold and direct it into the lower 48 states. We still don't see what I would call real severe cold yet uh, in the pattern, but it's just a matter of time before it evolves and it gets there. And there you can see it. This is by late next Sunday afternoon. So a week from this Sunday, those purple areas there, you're getting to that minus uh, 30 degrees below the average. So this is where you're gonna be getting sub-zero temperatures or at least the potential by next weekend, by late next weekend, of seeing a little bit more of a severe cold entering into the western part of the United States. So that pattern, that northwest flow I was talking about is just this, and this is what's gonna be very persistent here for a while, which is a completely different animal from the Pacific stormy pattern that have been going across the Pacific. So you're changing your air masses. It's really, under, really good to understand where the air masses are coming from that are moving into where you live. So it's been really three and a half weeks of Pacific dominated air masses. Now it's gonna be one more in the way of Canadian air masses, which means generally that trend towards colder weather and those small systems moving through. Now recently, especially we've seen this in this particular weather pattern, I just talked about the fact that it's been dominated by Pacific air, not Canadian air, but why are places going below zero at night in some areas? Well. One reason is, well, the snow's been abundant in some areas. And if you look at the next 10 days here, look at the snow getting into the Great Lakes, getting into parts of the Midwest and New England. Then you can see that snow going further and further south, maybe all the way down into Arkansas. This has led to these really cold nighttime temperatures with this snow pattern. This is uh, yesterday morning, uh, temperatures at 5 a.m. yesterday morning. And you can see around the Lander Riverton areas, the gray shows below zero, the upper Green River Basin below zero. You can see there's the gray areas here in the basins and valleys west of the divide here in Wyoming and Colorado. But notice east of the divide, uh, we're not nearly as cold and that's even closer to the storm. So what gives, what's, what's been going on causing this? Well, it's all about the basin. So let's just take a look at Wyoming. Wyoming is made up of basins and big mountain ranges. These basins tend to form in between the mountain ranges and you basically end up having low points. Low as the word basin implies, it's like, think of it as a bowl, like a, a cereal bowl. We got the Bighorn Basin, the Wind River Basin, the Green River Basin, Powder River Basin, Laramie Hanna Basins. Well, these low points are where cold air likes to collect. And I'm gonna focus here on the Wind River Basin where the ground is lower. Basically, it's like a cereal bowl. So think if you had a cereal bowl and you put ice in it, or you put a little bit of snow in it, well, that snow's gonna collect at the, in the bottom of the basin. It's gonna cool the air above it. And one thing to remember about 
air when it's colder. Colder air is more dense, it's heavier. It'll act like water. It'll always go to the lowest point. So if you have a basin, and if you have snow cover in those basins, well, you're gonna collect the cold air and keep it there, unless you've got something to push out the cold air. And then if you have a clear night, if you have a night where it's clear, well, what you're gonna get are some really, really cold nights. And this tends to happen also in these basins where there are river systems. So on Lantern Riverton, you've got the Wind River, you've got the river systems throughout the Bighorn Basin and the creeks coming out of the mountains. And so you tend to have these areas, these basins in Wyoming, these, these three areas in particular, if you get snow on the ground, and then you have a clear cold night, and especially if the snowpack is extensive, you basically create the cold air. You create the cold air by the snow cover, clear skies at night allow heat escape to space. If you don't have a lot of wind, that heat escaping to space really ends up exacerbating the situation. And as we've been observing, there is a lot of snow on the ground. If you look at the satellite photos, which I'll show you here in a moment, uh, you can see that uh, in these basins right here, the snow cover is pretty extensive and you're going to see temperatures respond to that. This is a satellite photo from yesterday afternoon showing the very impressive snow cover across Colorado, Eastern Wyoming and Nebraska from the most recent storm. But right here, this is the northern edge of the deeper snow cover. Some of this is clouds, but where this deep snow cover is, especially here in the Wind River Basin, snow cover, clear skies at night, light winds, you're in a bowl, you're in a cereal bowl, that cold air collects and you just keep the cold. You're not gonna get rid of the cold unless you get a lot of wind to scour it out or you get that snow melted and it's January. So you're just still looking at a low sun angle. You're not gonna melt a lot of snow during the days, even the sunny days, just because of that low sun angle. This becomes less and less of a factor as you get into spring, March and April, when the sun angle gets higher and the sun has more power to melt that ice and snow. So basins and snow cover and winter with long nights and short days. And this is where is a, is a good cross section of the graphic to kind of illustrate the cold air comes down the mountain slopes into the basins and then you throw snow cover on top. And at the bottom of that cereal bowl, you're gonna collect that colder air. And this is really true for every mountain valley. This is really true in the mountain valleys of Colorado where you get these isolated cold pockets, but these big, large basins like the Bighorn Basin, the Green River Basin, the Wind River Basin, you can have it, but on a much larger scale. And this is what ends up happening. You get those very cold temperatures at night. Have yourself a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you on Monday.